Welcome to the Astrology Rocks podcast for the week of October 29, 2012, brought to you by SAS Astrology. I'm Michelle Suzanne, author of your weekly forecast at SAS Astrology, and you'll also find me at starstruckastrology.org. Let's dive in and talk about what's up in the skies this week. But first, let me preface this podcast by mentioning that I'm going to do something that feels a bit risky for me. I'm going to be relying less on notes and more on a fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants kind of feel. So if I pause or stammer while I search for a word that evokes the planetary energies that are with us right now, just please be patient with me. I have a Virgo stellium, and that can sometimes lure me away from my Piscean desire to just dive in and go with the flow. But that is what I'm going to do this week. I'm going to go with the flow Um, because I have just returned from a fantastic astrology convention called State of the Art, or SOTA, and that's held annually in Niagara, New York. And I noticed while I was there that for me, the most compelling speakers were the ones who did away with visual aids. They were not the ones that had fancy stuff to show, and they didn't hold notes. They just spoke their brilliant minds. And because I did that, what I noticed is I heard not only what they were saying, but I was able to pick up on the underlying energy that they put out with their words, and that deepened the astrological wisdom for me. You know, it put it more into my body and my heart. And guess what? I learned more from those speakers because they trusted themselves enough to deliver what they were saying from the heart with intelligence. So I thought I'd give it a shot. By the way, dear listeners, if you are a lover of astrology and you have a desire to learn more about it, I want you to know that the workshops at SOTA are geared to all levels of understanding. So if you are curious, I highly recommend you go next October. Um, It's a party too. I mean, it's not all just uh, brain expansion, although woo, there's a lot of that. But there's a lovely, lovely sense of camaraderie there too. And some alcohol. So if you are curious about that, feel free to message me on Facebook, either through the Sastrology page or the Starstruck Astrology page, and I will happily send you some deets about that. Okay, are you ready to know what's going on this week as we lead up to Halloween? Because it all begins with a big fat full moon on Monday. And yeah, this week is going to rock and roll right from the get-go. So it's a full moon in Taurus, okay? Taurus energy. It Taurus belongs to the earth element, which puts us very much into our bodies. The body is connected to earth elements. So we develop greater body awareness. We're getting information coming through our body that we would be wise to pay attention to. Oh my goodness, Taurus energy is also incredibly sensuous. And so, as the moon in sensuous Taurus um, 
meets up with the sun across the sky and the sun is in Scorpio. Incredibly sexy, sexy energy. So I suggest that it could be a devil of a good time in the sack, whether you're hooked up or solo. And um, I would say this is quite bewitching energy, actually. So something to know about the full moon, if you are if you are new to astrology, full moon represents manifestation. Okay, it usually brings um, a type of culmination, and hopefully, what manifests for you is in line with any intentions that you set for yourself two weeks ago when we had a new moon in the sign of Libra. Okay, so I'm hoping that it's it's a lovely manifestation culmination for you. Um, the other thing about a full moon is think of its, its light. It illuminates and it brings the light of awareness to us. It's probably awareness of something that might have been below your radar previously. And this full moon, this idea of bringing the light of understanding to us is especially potent this week because we have this ongoing theme that is unfolding. And this theme is around the search for truth. Or you may stumble onto the truth, whatever that truth means to you. You may stumble onto it by, by accident, you know, well, so-called accident. I'm not sure I believe in, in accidents as a rule. Um, okay, what else? This full moon is really harm, harmoniously aligned with Pluto and Capricorn. Pluto brings buried stuff to the surface, and that stuff is either ready for you to eliminate it or transform it, or Pluto deepens our awareness of what's going on behind the curtain. Behind the curtain, let's say, at your job, since we're talking about Pluto and Capricorn, or behind the curtain of government, or religion, or education, any type of system that we sort of take for granted. That's a very Pluto and Capricorn theme. So who is the wizard pulling the levers? And is that wizard acting in your best interests or not? What do you think? You know, the word plutocrat, of course, comes from Pluto. So what do you think about power and knowledge and money? Is it being distributed equitably? Um, perhaps that's a leading question. But we get a glimpse. I think we get a glimpse into something that may have been bubbling below the surface and now it becomes painfully obvious. We can't deny it anymore. Okay. So as the sun in Scorpio makes this harmonious trine with Pluto and the moon from the other side of the sky makes a sextile, which is a 60 degree angle with Pluto, stay tuned. Keep your antenna up and 
go into your gut if you're not sure what to make of news that comes your way. If you don't, if you don't know what to think about it, if you think, am I being paranoid or is this for real? Go into your gut. Uh, what else? This full moon is working in tandem with the arrival of Mercury into Sagittarius. Okay, so Mercury is moving out of Scorpio, where Sun and Saturn are right now, and into Sagittarius. And that happens actually very shortly before the full moon. So again, it's happening on Monday. Monday is a big, shifty kind of day for us. All right, Mercury in Sagittarius. You know, I guess Mercury being the messenger planet, um, uh, in Sagittarius, Mercury has a way of saying, let me tell you how it is, okay? So we have this theme of truth or the emergence of secrets, or maybe there's a compulsion to bust someone for being deceitful or calling someone out for being a liar, okay? Mercury in Sagittarius does not dress up the truth to make it pretty, to make it look more palatable. Mercury in Sagittarius may use bigger words, you know, $10 words to tell you its version of the truth, but it's not trying to put a pretty Chanel scarf and purse on it and say, oh, this will make it easier for you to digest, all right? And that is so very in keeping with Scorpio, with Sun and Saturn and Scorpio. It is tell it like it is. Don't try to make it pretty. Just tell it like it is. And Mercury in Sagittarius has actually a fairly blunt way of giving you the scoop, whether you ask for the scoop or not. <laughs> you know what? If you want to know if those genes really do make you look fat, go to a Sag, ask them, and they will tell you straight up. And like I said, sometimes they'll, they'll, they'll give you their opinion without you asking for it, whether you want to hear it or not. And actually, there's a, there's a possibility that some of you are not interested in, hear, in hearing the truth, or you don't really want to find out what's going on this week. Because sometimes um, we learn the truth and it forces us to re-identify, to change direction, and it just darn well doesn't feel convenient or it mucks up the game plan. Um, Mercury lands in Sagittarius on Monday and immediately makes this right angle, this 90-degree angle, with Neptune. Neptune, that foggy, elusive, can-I-believe-you-are-not planet. And so what happens? In some cases, there's this desire to just turn a deaf ear, pretend you didn't hear it. Or maybe you second guess yourself. You know, did I imagine I heard that? Am I imagining this? Is this really happening? That kind of thing. Um, another thing that happens when we have uh, this Mercury squaring Neptune going on is there's a timing issue that sort of sucks, right? A square angle can represent 
oh, this has to be done, but the timing is just awful, right? So conceivably, let's say you have a, you have a holiday planned, you're going away and why not? Um, Mercury in Sagittarius is a traveler. Okay. But you are self-employed and you realize you haven't cleared your plate. You still got some self, you still got some work that needs to get finished before you can go off and have a guilt-free holiday. So the timing is crunchy. Or you work for a company and your boss says, are you kidding? You're taking off now? We have a deadline. Like, I need you, right? Or somebody perhaps bails on you when you could really um, use their presence for whatever you've got going on. So this is the kind of thing that can go, uh, can go on. The Neptune, a bit of the escapism, mingling uncomfortably with with. Mercury in Sagittarius saying, take me there, take me there now. Neptune says, oh God, no, take me somewhere else, right? It's, it's a little bit of a, hmm, a little bit of a conflict. It's not the end of the world. It's not. What I do like, if you are a live performer, an, an actor or a singer, maybe you've got an audition on Monday and, or maybe you've got a performance, um, Mercury square Neptune is great, great energy for that. It, we burst, we burst with creativity. So provided you don't blank on your lines or your lyrics, you have a really nice week for auditioning. Um, if you're a visual artist, it's the same idea. Maybe you've got an exhibit and it's this bursting forth of your beautiful creative juice. Now, on the other hand, um, if you're working more in the business world, you've got, let's say, a presentation to make with the higher-ups, or you have a client meeting, you're trying to nab a new client maybe, my suggestion to you is to check your facts before you make any assertions or claims, okay? Um imagination is great when we are working in the creative business and we spin illusions. So, hey, advertisers, you spin illusions, this energy works for you. But those of you that are dealing with fact presentation, do some fact checking, please, for your own, for your own sake. Be wary of making promises you can't keep. Because this Mercury-Neptune square has the potential to undermine the trust between two people. So do be integrity. Be in integrity. Uh, silver lining. Pollyanna likes to give you the silver lining. Um, Neptune and Mercury in this 90-degree angle can produce enough friction that you feel compelled to combine the faith of Neptune with the facts of Mercury. It helps you blend uh, intuition and linear rational thinking or to blend, uh, to bridge the lobes, the two lobes of your brain, yeah? Um, and that's something that Jupiter's transit through Gemini has 
partly been teaching us about since last June is how do we bridge two separate worlds? Because they can indeed be bridged. So I'm checking in with you, dear listener. How is it going for you? Blending and bridging. Is your intuition opening up for you? Do you feel like you can trust it? Um, I encourage you to just keep working with that intuition, with your psychic development. It just keeps getting easier and easier as Saturn in Scorpio stays in this long, juicy trine with Neptune and Pisces. Such intuitive energy, and it's really helping us navigate the world of structured material reality and the world of the unseen ethereal quantum possibility okay something else um to be aware of now that mercury has moved into sagittarius this brings planets mercury and jupiter into mutual reception uh what does mutual reception mean it means both planets are shacked up in each other's signs so Mercury is hanging out in Sagittarius, the sign that Jupiter rules. Jupiter, in exchange, is hanging out in Gemini, the sign that Mercury rules. Okay, so these two planets are working together with greater strength now. And they need, they need each other because actually they're both Mm, a little bit mm, debilitated, shall we say, overcompensating because they are not in their strongest positions of the zodiac. So, um, this isn't to suggest that we don't get gifts from the awareness that comes with um, planets being in signs that are considered detrimental. But we do want to consider that there are some signs where these planets work better. And currently, they aren't in them. Um, but what is happening is Mercury and Jupiter have teamed up with each other now by virtue of this mutual reception and the fact that they are building gradually towards an opposition so they're really connected with each other. And what does this do? This helps bring us into a greater understanding of the strength that comes from diversity. Because Gemini and Sagittarius are all about diversity, right? Uh, Gemini likes diversity of options. And Sagittarius likes diversity of culture, diversity of religion and ideas and philosophies and wants to soak it up. And, you know, from a biological point of view, diversity is nature's way of preventing a species from going extinct. Yeah? Um... So if we want to carry that notion of survival into the arena of cultural diversity or systems of thought that connect us to universal truths, then we get a picture that there is much to learn from people who have different pieces of the pie than you do. 
So we strengthen each other through diversity. If everybody knows exactly the same thing and there's only one thing to know, hmm, that actually weakens the fabric. That weakens the matrix because all it takes is one little snip and the fabric is gone. Okay. <clears throat> Another thing to be aware of now that we've got this real intellectual buzz of Mercury and Sagittarius um, gradually mixing it up with Jupiter in Gemini is there can be a feeling of I know everything let me tell you all about it or especially when we combine it with the energy of this Taurus full moon Taurus opposite Scorpio, it's fixed energy, which means we can go to a place of it's my way or the highway when we feel like the stakes are high. Yeah. And at a full moon, generally it feels like the stakes are high at a full moon. Am I right? I mean, that's full moon fever. Everything feels heightened and oof, Things pop. So just be aware that this is a week in which a beneficial thing for you to do is stand up for your heartfelt convictions. Um, but don't dig in your heels, that's full moon in Taurus, just to be ornery or because you like to throw your weight around. Um, make your point when it when it really matters to you, okay? Because throwing our weight around is so not going to work this week because it just, it will just, oh, aggravate the very charged energy that we are getting courtesy of love goddess Venus making this opposition to Uranus in Aries and a square to Pluto in Capricorn. It's like having a little bombshell drop on the weekend. Now that, that alignment between Venus, Uranus, and Pluto is exact on Saturday, but you will feel it building right now, okay? So we've got a three-way happening here, a little menage a trois between Venus, Uranus, and Pluto, and it can either feel deliciously spicy or really uncomfortable in a, oh, get me out of here kind of way. Um, so let's try to break this down. Venus is in her home sign of Libra. That's the good news. So she's very strong, okay? She's not um, floating around in a place where she feels uncomfortable. She's in Libra. And this brings uh, a strong accent to romance, love. We become more finely aware of our tastes. Um, we're weighing the merits of a relationship or a situation. Beauty, aesthetics, very, very prominent right now. Um, Balance. Think of the Libra scales. Balance. How am I going to pull in one area of my life if it's been dominating another area of my life? What do I need to do to find some balance there? Uh, Venus is also 
related to your personal finances. So what I would suggest to you is that with this three-way between Venus, Uranus, and Pluto, your understanding of what makes for balance and merit in matters of love and money are going to be shifting very deeply now, okay? Or you may go into a much deeper level of awareness. You know something to be true on one level and then boom, you get a message that makes it even more clear to you. Um, so we're going into the shadowy caves of Pluto and not necessarily by choice because this is a 90 degree angle that Venus is making. So it's not, it's not about, Ooh, Oh, I can't wait to go spelunking right now. It's about, Oh God, I've got to go in there. Do I? All right. But we may just come back to the surface from Pluto's cave with a tremendous gift that feels like a type of liberation or enlightenment. And that's where Uranus comes into this, into this three-way. Enlightenment, freedom, self-awareness. And Pluto brings us into deeper merging with ourselves, with our beloved. Um, so this is really potent now. And all the more so because Pluto is the co-ruler of Scorpio. And we are in Scorpio season. So I would suggest to you that this week in particular, that urge to merge, um, uh, there's, it can come with a, a flight response. Yeah. Um, it can feel like life or death. It can feel like, oh, if I don't, if I don't get next to you and curl up, Inside you, I will die. But it can also feel like if I don't get away from you, I will die, right? So we are choosing whether to get as close as we can or whether we want to back away in fear. And that's, uh, that's pretty high stakes. Full moon fever, Venus... Squaring Pluto, opposing Uranus, very high stakes this week. And kind of appropriate because we are, we're in the week of Halloween. We build up to All Hallows' Eve. Hallow, meaning sacred, right? So something sacred is waiting to burst out. And I guess the question is, do you think that what comes to light for you this week, what comes from the deep, dark recesses of the shadow realms, when you find it, will it feel like a gift or will you feel betrayed? You know, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough call. I'm not suggesting it's easy energy, but we can certainly work with it. And I would say that it's, it's just so fitting that Halloween, where we feel spooked and we want to be spooked and we want to spook other people, Halloween week is bringing us closer and deeper on this collective journey towards self-understanding 
as well as cultural tolerance and acceptance. So if you're going to wear a costume this week, literally or figuratively, perhaps you want to think of your chosen costume or your metaphorical mask, not so much as a disguise, but as a type of affirmation or proclamation of who you are growing yourself into, who you envision yourself to be at your utmost height. Yeah? So think of um, costuming and masking as a type of you are what you wear mantra that has the potential to either empower you or disempower you depending on what kind of message you believe about yourself. With that in mind, I do hope that you will choose to be on your side, show up for yourself, and to go into that cave, whether you're wearing a superhero costume or you go in buck naked. But I hope that whatever happens this week, it gets you closer to that juicy kernel inside that makes you the wondrous spark of creation that you are. All right, dear listener, thank you for tuning in. I wrap this up right now by inviting you to offer your feedback on this Astrology Rocks podcast by going to iTunes and and writing your comments. And iTunes, since I mentioned that, speaking of tunes... Here's a tune that a listener sent in. It's a feisty, feisty song that expresses the stormy mood that love goddess Venus is in this week. And it's called I Miss the Misery by Hailstorm. And there's a great lyric in it that really expresses this Venus opposition, Uranus square, Pluto energy. And the lyric is, I'd rather fight and just fake it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Okay, please, please send me more cultural offerings, my friends. Whether it stirs up Saturn and Scorpio or some other type of energy. And if you feel so inclined, please reach out to me if you'd like a private session with me. You'll find me at starstruckastrology.org or Starstruck Astrology Facebook page. I really love untangling knots in people's celestial wires. Um, and I think I'm, I think it's just sort of what I'm called to do. So if you entrust me to do that, it is my joy to be at service. Again, I am Michelle Suzanne. I will be back next week. And until then, do take care. I tried, but I just can't take it.